there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You are listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, buddy, welcome to probably the most depressing post-game podcast we're ever going to do. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Yes. Hello, everybody. And uh, to commiserate this momentous occasion, I am drinking a beer I don't like. That's That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm washing this down with um, the Dos Equis Mexican Pale Lager, which according to the bottle has citrus hops and a hint of heat but i think it tastes more like soap so i felt like that was appropriate to wash down this 37 34 loss in lawrence so yeah texas tech loses to kansas in football What do, what do you think? How do, how do you want to run through this? Do you want to do kind of like a offense, then defense summary, or just just a few overall takes, and then we'll get to some uh, some pretty salty comments on the old Twitter. I'm not even sure where to start. That's 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 where I'm at too. Can can we just? I mean, I I, I don't. I want to I want to not like tear into like one specific person but like Douglas Coleman what the f were you thinking What in the I, actual I wish, f was I wish that you would have like, just gone down Dude you turned around and threw it right to a Kansas dude like you you blocked the field goal that would have put them up You blocked it with time to spare like Texas Tech recovers that ball. They've got they've got time. I mean, ten seconds maybe. You you try to return, and then he turns around and throws it to a Kansas player. I'm sure he was trying to make an incredible play. I don't want to dwell on him too much because it was just a a really bad, you know, quick thought that probably seemed like the right idea at the time. But if if he would have just gone down. Wells could have burned their last time out. They could have at least, maybe they could have played one, one last really deep shot, of course, because it would have been from uh, well within their own territory. But uh, man, it just just one of those things you you wish you would have gone down. But I am not super confident that Tech would have won that game either way. No, because what what happens? at the end of the game, you, you feel it. What was it like? Kansas's third or second to last drive. Couldn't stop like anything. No, you gave up whatever, whatever third and, and, and the distance was, you gave up distance plus one. The third and 12, you gave up 13 yards. 
third and four, you give up five. It's like, are, are you doing this on purpose? Like, are, are you, are you like intentionally just guarding the sticks and, and like tackling them there? Like, I don't understand how week after week we can talk about third down defense and feel like you gave up a billion third and distance plus one, whatever it was. And that's what was baffling to me was to even put your defense in that situation. Tech had the ball was with uh, five twelve left in the game, and they had an incomplete pass back to back, ran on third and one, didn't get it, and then punted on fourth and one. Yes, Tech was in their own territory; they're at their own thirty four yard line, but. Anyone watching this game could see that this defense was not going to stop Kansas from getting in field goal position. So if Kansas is going to ultimately try to kick a field goal anyway, okay, maybe just burn two minutes off the clock instead of the rest of the clock to do it. If you if if Tech was able to convert that fourth and one on their own 34, that'd be great, obviously. But even if they hadn't, Kansas would have gotten the ball back. They would have probably scored quickly one way or another. And then Tech may have been able to put something together on a two-minute drive with a couple of timeouts. I That punt along – I mean, there were a couple of, of instances of, of that type of really cautious play that just – we talked about it on the countdown and kickoff today that that type of cautious play is not going to – beat less miles necessarily because he is going to he's going to be more aggressive than you are but he didn't have to be today tech had a blocked you know tech wouldn't have even been in the game if there hadn't been a fluky blocked pat <sighs> i um i i, I guess you know, Carter Stanley's really good now. Um, that's that's something. Apparently, I mean, if if you look at the stats, like he's a Heisman candidate. <laughs> yeah, because good uh, lord, so, two so weeks in a row with with a a freaking defense or offensive consultant as the coordinator. You you can't stop this dude from completing a six yard pass on third and five, a thirteen yard pass on third and twelve. A seventy-yard pass on third and twenty-one. Yeah, that happened. That was a real thing. That's not a. That's not hyperbole. Uh, he also com- completed. I forget which one, but there was a third and ten that went for a touchdown, and it was either the forty-eight or the sixty-five yarder to Robinson. I, I get them mixed up. Yeah, there was so a fifty-three yarder in there too, but that wasn't for a touchdown. Let's listen to, to these scoring plays. You ready? McLean, nope, sorry, Stanley Carter, one-yard rush. So this is Kansas's first touchdown in the game after you had built a 17-point lead. So chalk that up to another game where you have a three-score lead and you piss it away. Where is it? Um, S. Robinson, 48-yard pass. S. Robinson, 65-yard pass. A. Parchment, 70-yard pass. Felton Gardner, 32-yard rush. Oh, yeah, the Gardner one. I somehow had forgotten about that one. And, of course, that one stings if you follow uh, 
recruiting because he flipped over with Emmett Jones last second. He he should have been on your team. Um, you of the five touchdowns you gave up, four of them. No, the shortest one w- was thirty-two yards. Then you had a forty-eight, a sixty-five, and a seventy-yard. Like, good lord! Like you couldn't, you couldn't keep your your defense from breaking tonight. It wasn't like a bend don't break. It was a bend and. Break. Okay, it's time to commit. Twenty twenty four is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at home impression kit today for only fourteen ninety five at Bite dot com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Break, because you gave up the little things and you gave up the big place. Yeah, it ended up being, let's see, what was it? The the third downs, Tech allowed nine for 15 on third down. And not, not going to help you anywhere. Five of those came in the last two drives? At least. I think that's right. There were at least two on the very last drive. I think there were three first downs, but one of them was picked up on a second down play. Okay, so let's talk about the Texas Tech offense for a second because 34 points, probably acceptable most days. Um, I remember looking at the stat when it flashed up in the second quarter. After about 20 minutes of game time, you were about five minutes into the second quarter. You had 111 rushing yards. Yep. Over the next, that sounds about right. Over the next 40 minutes, you added another 100. So you finished there with 212 rushing yards. Yeah, that's that's great, 200 rushing yards. But like, you should have had 400 on these a-holes that can't stop the rush. So Roger Thompson, your best running back, averaged four yards a carry on 20 carries. There was, there was one sequence... Uh, it was right before halftime, kind of the same thing where as a fan, you were hoping, okay, well, tech's going to get the ball and they're just going to run out the clock. I th- there were four minutes and 41 seconds left when they got the ball. Tech ran the first play. Uh, Thompson had a one yard gain. And then uh, the drive was extended, I believe because of a penalty but the next one, two, three, four, five plays were all passes. And then Tech punted at fourth and seven. Took, according to this, I think 
two minutes and 18 seconds off the clock. So in reality, this should have been a drive that while up 17 to seven, Tech could have at least gotten into field goal range, gone into halftime, kicking and hopefully making a last second field goal, going into halftime 20 to seven, knowing that they would be getting the ball back. But that's not at all what happened. And they end up punting. Kansas, of course, scores on one of those plays that we've talked about. Six plays, 84 yards, minute and 20 seconds. Tech gets the ball back just enough to run two plays and call it a day. So I that conservative type of uh, – or, or, or like we talked about, that wasn't really the conservative type because they started passing for some reason. The run was working. You had 20 carries at that point for 115 yards or, or whatever it was, 111. That's almost six yards a carry. And because they got stuffed on the first play in that drive, they never went back to it. I don't understand. Like This is something that, that we talk about every chance we get. A couple of just nobodies, you and I, are screaming at the TV to run the ball. And Yost is over here calling the dumbest plays, hamstringing the offense, putting them behind the chains because he's, he's losing confidence shockingly in a facet of the game. That's working really well. I don't understand like what you rush for nearly five yards of carry tonight. You, you could have rushed for more, but you just you got away from it and key key moments in the game. You let Kansas stay in this game. This is something that Carson was talking about. You don't let a team like Kansas stay, you know, stay in it. You did. You had a 17 point lead. You didn't close them out. You let them come in. Your your defense we've seen is whether it's lack of depth or talent or because Keith Patrick doesn't Keith Patterson, sorry Keith Patrick, you're not <laughs> you're not the <laughs> the source of this at all. Um, Keith Patterson can't call a, a a defensive game in the second half to save his life. I I just I don't understand where where what Yost is thinking when he's like, you know what, we can pick up whatever we want on the ground. Screw that, we're gonna throw the ball for three yards. Oh, now it's second what, what, seven. We're gonna we're gonna throw the ball forty yards downfield incomplete. So now it's third and seven. We, we, we got to throw it again, and we're gonna throw it a four yard hitch route that gets tackled four yards into the route because that's what you effing call. I I don't understand what this idiot is doing. Like, we should not be able to say I could do better. I have no experience, but I have the confidence. I could do Yost's job better than he can. You shouldn't you shouldn't feel that way. You shouldn't feel like we have an idiot as an offensive coordinator. Yet here we are. Because you lost to Kansas. But Kansas is on the rise, Spencer. Aren't they aren't they getting better? Does that help at all? Like I don't think I don't think it does. Point I can one, tell by your silence it doesn't help. One B in any Big Twelve football coach's contract says you don't lose to Kansas. 
whatever goal number one is for that team is 1A. 1B, you don't lose to Kansas. Kansas will not win another Big 12 game this year. You may not win another game this year. You probably well, won't. I, I I thought that, you know, coming into this, I thought that Parchment was really going to be the wide receiver to look out for, and he did have a good day, seven receptions, 109 yards. But Stephon Robinson Jr., <laughs> that was a guy that uh, I overlooked. Six catches that was uh, a world beater today. Six catches, 186 yards, two touchdowns, 31 yards a catch. It's not C.D. Lamb we're talking about. Stefan Robinson, a Kansas right. Jayhawk, a football player for Kansas. Because I think it's important that we we remember that you just lost to Kansas. He only has 24 receptions for the year, including tonight. 336 yards. So he had 200 yards coming in tonight. Yeah. Well, not even that. He said 186 tonight. So he had over half his yards tonight. On six receptions. Yep. And uh, two of them, let's see, we've already discussed some of them, but one was a 53-yarder to set up a touchdown, and then one was a 48-yard touchdown, and the other was a 65-yard touchdown. Those are three of them. That'll boost your average. And those were really blown coverages. Uh, either guys fell down or somehow he was way uh, – the de- defensive player would be way ahead of someone on a third and 10 or a third and – well, no, 21 was parchment. But you saw that a few times, just really out of position, not even anywhere close to make a play or jumping and trying to make a play that only – you know, minute bowl could make instead of actually trying to just stay with your man and, and let the ball come to you. (sighs) So, okay. I wanted to go over this just briefly. Uh, Tech is now three and five for the year, one and four in conference, just like the Kansas Jayhawks. Even though I thought that this is where Tech would be, because we did go game by game before the season started, I, of course, had Tech beating Kansas, but I had Tech losing to Oklahoma State. So even though we're here, this is not how I thought we'd get here. And it doesn't make it any more enjoyable. It's like telling yourself, well, I've got to... um, I've got to take this long flight with an infant and I'm going to prepare myself because I know it's going to be bad. and It's not going to be fun. But then you do it and you still don't enjoy it the whole time despite no. having prepared yourself. <laughs> Two weeks ago, you should have beat the number one team in the conference. Since then, you've lost three games. One of them to Kansas. Let's not forget that, Michael. You lost to Kansas. Well, you only lost two games. Well, you lost to Baylor. Then you lost to Iowa State. And then you lost to Kansas. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. 
including the Baylor loss you've lost. I, I, I don't, I don't know if this is a mentality thing. I, I doubt it, but like there's a little bit of cynical me saying you let one terrible call beat you three games. That's not a bad, you know, I hadn't considered that because I thought the because you opposite didn't would happen against Iowa State. They would come out ready to play, fired up that that, that call didn't go their way. Of course, they still had plenty of other chances to win the game, but that call really did kind of seal Tech's fate in a, in a sense. Because but the first you action right. you have after that, you let Iowa State put up 20 points on you. And then you decide, uh, maybe maybe we shouldn't just let Charlie Kohler push around our defensive backs and we should play a game. And you did. And you beat them in the second half. But because you spotted them 20 points, you, you couldn't make it up. So you lost that game. Maybe, probably because of a really slow start that you may be able to point back and say you didn't respond well to losing to Baylor in the, in the fashion you did. I don't know the mentality of the team after that, but like... That's two games. You're like, you know, we probably shouldn't have lost that game. And you're rolling into Lawrence, Kansas, where you haven't lost in 18 years. The only like Kansas has only beaten you once before tonight, 2001. And they beat you up by three points, 34, 31, a lot like tonight, 37, 34. So the cynic in me says, the team isn't mentally strong because we've seen that before and that this one terrible end to a game in Waco may have cost you three games now. May have cost you your season. I don't know how you bounce back from this because any any kind of fan support you were hoping for is out the window. Nobody is going to come to a game after you lose to Kansas. Like fans have written off this team. They will not show up against TCU or Kansas State because you lost to Kansas. I'm trying to make sure that that point's clear that you lost to Kansas. It's true. You don't lose to Kansas. There was, um, there's another thought that doesn't make anything any better is of course uh, as tech fans, we're about to enter a bye week So there's going to be a lot of, Oh, we get to sit on this for two weeks. That, that's oh, I know fun. we get to let this simmer and not only do we get to let it simmer, but then we get to travel to Morgantown and experience what is bound to be. It may not be an 11 a.m. Kickoff cause they may do a big noon game or whatever the heck they do. But it's it's bound to be buried on some other channel. Um, and it's just, it's going to be full of just anxiety. I, I mean, I'm already anxious for it. I don't look forward to how it's going to feel going into Morgantown against, let's see. What was their record? What's their record right now? I'm going to look it up. Doesn't matter. You're going to lose. You might now. I, I had some pretty good confidence that coming into the into the year, they were just really going to be depleted. They are. Uh, so was Kansas. Right. 
Like, but you, you can't look at anybody on your on your on your schedule now and say, "Well, we should beat them because whatever." You don't get that benefit of doubt. I. Yeah, West Virginia they play Baylor during Tech's bye week. Um, so they will, and I guess that's it's four days. So I guess that's a Thursday game. It's on Halloween. So they'll be coming off of that L. But they'll and have that a will week make them overall three and five and one and four in conference, just like Texas Tech. Oh boy! Ooh, so fun. we're we're fighting for spot number ten in the conference. Who's the worst team in the conference? Sure, because that's you uh, you that's where we are. You don't have the the tiebreaker with Kansas because that'll be fun to remember when you finish tenth in the conference because you who lost was it? Who was it? West Kansas. Virginia beat was it? TCU somehow? No, they beat Kansas. Ha. Okay. By five. 29-24. So anyway, I'm really not sure what else to say on it aside from that. I, I didn't see. I mean, there were some individual players that did well. Uh, of course, Jordan Brooks always gives it his all. Uh, you know, I think Duffy really had a pretty darn good game. There was, uh, you know, Rigdon had that great touchdown catch. That was perfect. That was a beautiful pass by Duffy. There were some, there were some flashes of good things, but you can't overshadow the the fact that Tech just lost to Kansas for the first time in, in a generation, basically, and are looking very closely at being last of the big 12. Despite somehow beating Oklahoma state, which just is more and more of a fluke every day, just like it was last year. (laughs) And I'm sure this is going to burn the the Cowboys. Like they're like, well, we lost to Texas tech who then lost to Kansas. Oh, sure. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm sure some of them have made that correlation, especially after beating Iowa State today. But after blowing a fourth quarter against Baylor like crazy the week before. So, you know, Tech had some individual performances that were noteworthy. Uh, The running backs really did play well when they were actually given the chance to run the ball. It just seemed scheme-wise things were so off balance again. And... You lost to Kansas. That's it. So you want to go to some questions or some comments or something? No, one more thing. I, I want to talk about the, the offense that was running up the middle. You had 23 receptions today. 12 of them went to inside receivers. You had seven to Dalton Rigdon, two to Dante Thompson, who had 51 yards, his 25 and a half yard per catch, two to, two to Travis Kuntz, also you know nearly 20 yards a catch. Um, McLean Mannix had one and without doing all that math, you had, I don't know, one fifty plus yards of your two seventy in the middle of the field tonight. Yeah. Middle of the field was there and the completions were there. there. It was there early. Like again, one of those things were like, Yost, what are you doing? 
Because those two catches to, to Kuntz and Thompson were in the first half. The the big play to, to Dalton Rigdon was in the second half, but I felt like that was the only pass that was really any any anything to remember, any any kind of success over the middle in the second half. And it's not like Kansas is like, you know what, we're going to run a completely different style of defense. We're going to teach the guys a whole new scheme at halftime. No, you stop calling this, the same plays. Like, you go away from it. And it's like, I, I have a hard time believing that Kansas beat you, but you beat yourself. Because I just, I, I losing to Kansas is bad enough, but like, giving them the credit of beating you and not like you beating yourself sucks that much more, but it's possible. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a reality we may be living in right now. I I don't even, I, I, I do feel that we should talk about those poor, unfortunate souls that may have put money on this game. Michael. Oh no. Oh, because as as much as we we talked about early in the, earlier in the the pregame show about that line going all the way down to tech minus three or it opening that way and it felt like a a sucker's bet like I I don't know if I could have lived with myself <laughs> <laughs> having put money on this game and then lost it but there are people out there Michael that I knew that I know probably did bet on this game. I just, my only hope for them going forward, this is going to sound really bad, but they, that they use my bookie. Because without it, you're just losing money. Um, if you join my bookie, they will double your first deposit. So whatever it is, I think it's up to a thousand. You have to, don't quote me on that for sure. But they will double your deposit if you use promo code chair. Um, that's promo code chair, C-H-A-I-R, double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid, unless you bet on Texas Tech. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm looking at Odd Shark right now, and I think the line closed at six and a half. And the over-under closed at 65 and a half. So the over hit, and of course, Kansas covered. So that's fun. You lost, you know, on both of those. <laughs> Had you bet, you know, over-under and straight up. Or yeah, whatever. Ooh, that's a lot of numbers next to my Twitter icon. And I believe the Kansas money line, there was one, some of them were... Uh, you know, plus two hundred five. So if you had put a hundred units on Kansas, you'd have cashed out two hundred five. But I, I don't know if a lot of people listening to this podcast were doing that. And by the way, thanks for listening. Hello. <laughs> yeah, if if you you know if this is your first time here, if you just wanted to join to see how upset we'd be, appreciate the you guys checking us out. Um, you know, if this is if this brand of, of sports talk is something you, you think you'll enjoy, subscribe, rate, and review. 
all the good times. You can follow us on Twitter at 23 personnel. Follow me at punts suck and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. Speaking of, let's get to some Twitter reaction because I asked for, there were a few, um, okay. First one I tweeted out. You don't lose to Kansas. Jonathan at John 1443. Even Cliff didn't lose to Kansas. Tuberville didn't lose to Kansas. But Leach did once. So there's that. That's true. Oh, That's a connection. You know, you know what's going to be like just unbearable is all the Leachers coming out. Oh, they're already coming out. I've already seen a pay the pirate in the curse tweet. Like that has anything to do with tech losing to Kansas in 2019. Um, Red Raider check is at B H H T T U 2000. He replied when I said, you don't lose to Kansas. He said, you do have KK ran your program for six years. Um, and then the rest of the conversation is between him and somebody I've muted. As far as I want to go into that. <laughs> Seth Swearingen. Swearingen. Defense losses that game, and they're supposed to be the strong part of our team. I disagree, Seth. I think the offense... Well, it, it's hard to say that the defense didn't lose the game when, you know, halfway through the fourth quarter, you're like, our defense isn't going to stop anybody. Unfortunately, that's not actually that new to Texas Tech fans. It's the offense that decides they don't want to run successful plays anymore that's new. Offense did as good as they can with the hand they've been dealt. I would disagree. Coleman's toss is inexcusable. No one can justify it, nor should they. I agree with that last sentence completely. Yeah, I just hate to dwell on it too much because of how good a player he is. No, and he added to his nation-leading interception total. In the first, he sure did. First, first drive. Of the game. And it, Tech did nothing with it. No. Peter Puente at Iced Wizard. Fry is playing with one hand, it looks like, and twice he gave up a third and long touchdown. Last drive, the secondary just gave up three consecutive third down passes. If they are the best the team has, how bad are their backups? It's a good question. Uh. Russ Mendo just tweeted a gif of a guy I don't recognize. Kind of looks like Nick Offerman, but older. Just kind of shrugging. <laughs> yep, fair. Um... I wanted to read this one from um, from Luke Wilson. I don't think that's the Luke Wilson, but in, in response to the questions, he said that we should just play 40 minutes of screams. This is the worst ever. <laughs> well, we are 33 minutes in, so I'm sorry we, we've disappointed you on that one. We could probably still crank out 40 minutes of screams. We just got to – we'll wait till we've read all the questions, though. Briggsy, uh, B-Ball School Briggsy at Old School Sig says the Big 12 is stoned. <laughs> B-Ball School Briggsy. I think that's new. I think he just changed that tonight. I think everybody's going to be doing the same thing tonight. I had somebody <laughs> text me like, this is not you know all that surprising, but they said, when does basketball season start? Next oh, week. I've seen a lot of these. Next week. Just hold on. Amy Nelson. Yes. Yes, we did. Indeed, we did. In response to you don't lose to Kansas. But you did. 
Um, Kyle Lang says in response to you don't lose to Kansas, that used to be true. I think it's safe to say we are safely in the bottom tier of the Big 12 when it comes to football. It's going to be hard, Kyle, to not say you are the bottom team, not even the bottom tier, but the bottom team in the Big 12. Yep. Uh, could have a little bit of get up and go if you win in West Virginia, but even then. It's also going to be after sitting on this for over a bye week. Oh my gosh, I still can't believe it. Two weeks. Two weeks we got to deal with all this. Tyler Timmons going to be an all-timer, boys. This is he was quote tweeting my my ask for questions and reactions. Um, I got nothing. Crying faces. Matt Turney um, turns in a little bit of sarcasm. I said, "You don't lose to Kansas." He said, "Stop it. They played great." Well, I, I I at least hope that's that's sarcasm. Well, and and they did play well, but as you were talking about before, it's it's highly possible that Tech helped them look that good. I mean, because at least at least against Texas, they had the excuse of everyone on the secondary is injured or hurt. Tech had most of their starters in. I know that Fry's playing with one hand, and I think Tech still doesn't have Des Smith out there. But well, the the okay, but Fry doesn't need both hands to cover somebody. You would think you still have a cast. You, like you can still break up a pass with a cast on your hand. Chad Hasty. At least our uniforms were better than TCU's. Moral victory. Thank you, Chad. Appreciate yes, that. because the TCU uniforms were trash. Another moral victory. But Chad made some on, really good-looking ribs today. They did. I guess the debate could be had. What was worse, TCU's uniform or Tech losing to Kansas? Oh, I guess you could. Uh, I'm sure we would pick the latter, but there might be some other kind of non-partial fans that that might take you up on the uh, red, black, and purple combination that was seen in Fort Worth today. Hey, but they beat Texas. They did. They sure did. Did not lose to Kansas. Um, also confirmed. 3.6 conference wins at still skipping. Thought the running game looked good. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Us too. Just that's 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 a good one. It's it's weird to say like 45 carries didn't feel like enough. You ran the ball 45 times to 34 pass attempts. That hasn't happened for a while. I think the last time you did this, it was a Kingsbury game, probably against Kansas, where you had a, air quote, significant advantage in number of runs over number of play or passes thrown. It didn't feel like enough because you were, you were successful. 4.7 yards per carry is success. Amy Nelson, again, Cy, I guess that answers my pregame question. Thanks. Thank God for basketball starting soon. Yes. Douglas Stevens says, Tech in the trenches on O and D is bad with like 10 Ds. Donald MacArthur, Tech won one more game than I thought they were going to after watching Arizona. And I, at this point, would say they've won the last game of the season after beating Arizona or losing to Arizona. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think there's hope for Morgantown, but it's, it seems pretty bleak at the moment. 
Cooper Burnett, I'm chalking this up to, to bizarro Big 12 week. Yes. Yeah, I mean, As you mentioned, TCU just took down Texas today. OU lost to man in uh, to Kansas State in Manhattan. It wasn't even close at one point. OU had to score, I think, 17 or 18 in the fourth quarter to get within an onside kick to try and win the game. Iowa State Nuts. lost to Oklahoma State, who looked like they were reeling. At home, Iowa State lost in Ames after looking completely dominant against Texas Tech for three and a half quarters. Ray at Ray J. Edwards 93 says, it doesn't matter who we play first place or last place. They always seem to come up short. I don't get it. Will Pope, what do you think about our baseball and basketball season going forward? Um, I haven't done a whole bunch of research into either of these sports just yet. It does look like the basketball team is going to probably need some early season time to gel. Um, and I, I don't think the, I, I don't think you can read too much into the, the, the exhibition loss to UTEP other than the team, because of the amount of newcomers just need some more time to come together. Baseball. Yeah. I think you, you're as talented as you've been in a long time. Um, my question is going to be starting pitching depth. Um, is McMillan going to be a starter? Um, does Bonin take over that number one spot? Who 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 fills in behind him? Um, who takes over for, for Josh Young and for Cameron Warren? I mean, there are a lot of holes left in the in the draft, or a lot of holes left by the draft, and and Warren graduating as a senior. Um, Red and Black series starts next week. And there are five games over, I think it's like a week and a half or two weeks span. So it'll be interesting to see how the the teams kind of start to stack up a little bit. And then, of course, the baseball season will start in earnest in February. I would say, though, I have high hopes for both of those teams after the success they both enjoyed last season. Uh Pompello Aviation. I've never actually heard of these people and they've never responded to me before. Here we go. Thanks for interacting with us on the Twitter. Never drinking and watching tech again. Seems to really affect them. <laughs> well, we, we appreciate your sacrifice. Oh man, that's a, that's a strong sacrifice to make. Seth Swearingen back, uh, Chimes in one more time. Last thing, I get to go to Disney World for the first time this week, so I have that to look forward to to cheer me back up. I hear it's magical. Yeah, I've heard it's magical too. Enjoy. <laughs> Peter Puente, is it possible to be so expletiving pissed you're speechless? I mean, for the majority of the the first part of this podcast, I really only could say that you lost to Kansas. Yeah, and this was uh, this may be the record so far of two guys, especially me, who talks pretty slow West Texan. This may be the record so far of uh, dead air on a podcast that you and I have recorded. <laughs> it's just a lot of us just sitting there and thinking and not really sure what to say next or how to express how we feel or how to not even pump sunshine but just find something positive to take away from this game. I mean, Jordan Brooks looked good. Oh yeah, he did. He looked great. 
Um, <laughs> Eric Ariz Mendez replied to Peter and said, just been sitting here wondering if I should be mad, sad, or embarrassed. And it's a gif um, of John Travolta in Pulp Fiction where he's, he walks into a room and kind of shrugs and is like, what am I looking at or for? Yeah, I think someone's talking to him on an intercom and he doesn't know where it's coming from. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie, so. Brandon at B-S-E-I-R-E-R 84. That's probably a name in there and I don't want to mess it up. I will always be a tech supporter despite the struggles we were having. So many mental mistakes tonight. Guns up to you, Brandon. Uh, Luke Wilson, like you said, just play 40 minutes of screams. This is the worst ever. Michael Jordan also replied to us, but not that Michael Jordan. Um, let me see. Are they... No, they're a tech fan. He replied to Peter when he says, is it possibly so expletive pissed your speechless of... um, Oh, what's her name? The girl from Pitch Perfect. Oh, uh, oh gosh, I don't know her name either. Yeah. I was going to say Rebel Wilson, but I can't think of... No, I know who you're talking about. Anna Kendrick. There you go. The brunette. Yeah. Ben Evans. It's frustrating to see dumb mistakes like the one that ended on. Yeah, I don't. I. You're right. Nowhere near ready to throw in the towel. Still believe that this coaching staff will win. Um. Yeah, I. I. It's. Tonight's one of those games where like it really shakes your confidence. Like, well. It's never been this bad. Like even even when you were bad with Kingsbury with Leach, except for two thousand one, and what did I say? Leach, Kingsbury, Tuberville. Only one time have any of those coaches lost to to Kansas. And I, I I don't know the history of Kansas football. I mean, maybe they were pretty good in 2001. I know they were good in 2007 and 2008, and they couldn't hold Tech's jockstrap those years. Hutch, at TTU Hutch, this coaching staff is in way over their heads, and Kirby better cut his losses ASAP. Love Kirby, but this could sink him, which would be a huge loss for TTU. Yeah, I, I don't, still I don't it's terrible it's, as today was. I still think it's too early. I don't think you fire him over this, but like like I said, the confidence is like ooh. Ooh. And I don't I don't know. <laughs> I know. Because I mean the, 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 the game after Oklahoma State was one of those you kind of come after that thinking, all right, there's hey, there's some hope. There's some light there. Uh you know, we got to see some exciting football, a game that tech controlled the game up until, I mean, obviously until the very end, cause they won, but tech also had just, just jumped out on a lead and never looked back really, except for the last few minutes where they, Oklahoma state tried to make a game of it, but you are concerned as a fan off after this, after seeing something you've never seen before, except once and it's troubling, but I'm still sticking with the, the, the prospect of, you know, three years is kind of the minimum really to, to fully be able to hash some things out. And I can't, 
I can't get on board the, oh, well, we got to scrap everything and start over because then what? Then it, then you do it again. Then it happens again. Then you go one in 11 is what happens. If you cut some, if you cut your losses now, which I assume means firing everybody, what the hell? You're going to just be going one in 11 with some random dude that you've really never heard of and then feeling the same way. Well, I, I would say that um, Baylor has really turned around that one eleven season two years ago. It's true. And not that I'm using their turnaround as an evidence point to support firing Wells. I'm just saying like the ramifications, like the long-term or even the short-term kind of fallout from this game tonight it, it may be more than just the rest of the season. Like I know that recruits don't pay attention so, so much to like current wins and losses. They're looking at the projection, but like you can't bring any recruits in the rest of the season really because nobody's going to be there. You can't sell them on a program that doesn't get fan support. Well, and, and I would like to see how many Baylor fans were still gung-ho about Matt Rule after a 1-11 season. I I seriously doubt there are a lot of them just thinking, well, this is the guy that's obviously going to have our Baylor Bears 7-0 and competing for a Big 12 championship in two years. Yeah, I don't know, and I don't really care to do that kind of research. No, nah, me neither. <laughs> red, red reset, man. Can't wait till we get some depth on defense. Those guys were gassed by the end of the game, and it showed by the brain fart DC three had Caleb young replied to our call for questions. He just said a decade of shit. <laughs> I think it's been more than a decade now. I think, I think we've entered decade number two. This is year 11 from, well, if you can my two, count 2009 was it, I mean, you went nine and four that year. It's pretty good. Oh, that's true. Okay. You're, you're right. You're right. 2010, it would be like this is the end of that first decade. Lance Lawrence um, sends us a gif of a middle aged, an older middle aged gentleman sitting alone and doing multiple things all by himself. It's really fascinating. Hang on. Hang on. Let me. I think I know what that is. He's sitting I, on, like I, a, on a swing in like an empty pool. It's it's uh, Pablo Escobar. Pablo Escobar. Did you ever watch the show Narcos? No. That's that's a scene from Narcos where Pablo Escobar can't he ha, he can't leave his compound, hmm. and he's just by himself, <laughs> except yeah. for like a couple of random guards and stuff. Anyway, yeah, it's a great gif. Yeah. Nice job, Lance. Zachary uh, at Z-U-T-F-I-T. I have no faith in this team. Yeah, it, it's hard to to base any kind of hope or faith on it, on what you saw tonight. Um, Greg Morales, um, at about that time, 15, seen it all now. Thought I'd seen it all from them, but no. They said, here you go. Let me show you something. <laughs> yeah, they showed us something really Interesting. 
Keeping uh, it interesting. Karen Gefeller. I, I, no words can describe. Um, oh my gosh. This is, there's a conversation going on in my mentions right now that I have no interest in wading into. That's good. Good times. Smart. Smart. That's good. Yeah, because I, I told, I, I implored our followers to not retweet a certain account. And I think it kind of incensed this individual to at us. Oh, man. On many okay. things. So, Michael, I, what do you what, what do you want to what do you want to say to close us out tonight? Any parting thoughts? Anything that, to to hang our hats on? That was despite me picking tech to win. This during the entire last half of the Texas game last week, I would just kept coming into Slack chat about every scoring drive, saying, "Good God, is Tech going to lose to Kansas?" All but right. I came back around to thinking that it wouldn't happen. Nope, nope, it's, it's your fault. And it it happened. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry on behalf of of everyone. But I don't have any real positives aside from what we'd already discussed. And the the one of the biggest negatives of this is that it comes right before a bye week. And it's also going to fuel the whole, despite Duffy playing well, I, I stand by the fact that I think he played well. <laughs> that doesn't make it a fact. Anyway. Duffy did not lose you the game. No, not by any means. The and, problem is, is that we had a couple of local reporters sending out videos before the game of Alan Bowman looking at least decently healthy, warming up. Yeah. And now we get to deal with... Not really warming up as a quarterback, but just kind of... You know, running around, catching some passes, just being active. And this is, I'm sure, where we're headed for two weeks of, well, should should Bowman start? Or, holy cow, Tech may only win four or five games this year. Should Bowman just redshirt the rest of the year? So I, I think this is what we're headed for is, a, is two weeks full of that. Yeah, to, to the point of, of, of Duffy playing well tonight, last week we, we lamented on his, despite him, having a nearly 80% completion rate. And he was like four, just over four yards per attempt tonight. He was just under like, I mean a hair under eight yards per attempt. So he essentially doubled his passing yards. Um, you know, how far downfield they were looking three touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, he also carried the ball. One time, nope, sorry, that's he had one catch for 14 yards and he had six rushes for 40 yards. Yeah, and I think that catch was to himself. Yeah, it was on a batted pass. <laughs> really weird. So kind of a weird stat. 311 yards himself. Well, responsible. He had two, two, 270 through the air, um, another 40 on the ground. All right. Good times. You lost to Kansas. It's actually not helping the more I say that. It's not like cathartic like other losses have been. Like At the end of the show, you feel better about it? No. <laughs> I don't no. feel better. Um, 
join us next week for what I assume is going to be a lovely um, episode looking at all kinds of fun things. We won't be doing a preview, obviously, for a bye week, but we will still record and release a show next week. So look out for that. Um, You can find us really anywhere that you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, RadioCast, all of those wonderful places. You can visit us at um, armchairallamerican slash 23 personnel to get caught up on some back episodes that way. Um, again, you can follow us on Twitter at 23 personnel. You can follow me at punts suck. Don't know how much I'll be tweeting. At least in the next few days, this is going to be a fun one to stew on. And Michael at Michael underscore LBK for Michael. I'm Spencer. Thank you for joining us for a post game instant reaction podcast on the 23 personnel podcast.